wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Having a bunch of followers on the internet is not an indication that you're about to make a bunch of money. A lot of people think that this is the case. And again, the social media companies they do a good job of making you believe this because the more you believe it, the more time you're going to spend on those apps, giving your time, attention, energy, and focus to their apps. And again, the more of your time you give to the apps, the more money they make. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. Dreolday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. Today's episode is brought to you by our newest sponsor, AG1 by Athletic Greens. Now, you know me as a former pro athlete and a person who stays in pro athlete shape, still work out every single day, still have trainers, still running 10K races. I don't mess around with what I do with my body. I don't mess around with what I put in my body. So when I looked at AG1, I was looking at the label. And I noticed that it's made with 75 super high quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients that deliver benefits such as mood, immune system, and sleep support, sustained energy, and so much more. And I love the fact that it comes every month, so I don't even have to think about uh, how much do I have? Uh, am I going to have enough? Am I going to run out at a certain time? And I also get the travel pack, so I don't have to miss any days. It tastes great. It doesn't have that nasty aftertaste that you get with some kind of any kind of supplements or if you're taking any pills or anything like that. You just mix it with some water and you feel good knowing that you've done a lot to take care of your health just by taking this every single day. So here's what I did to partner with Athletic Greens. If you want to take ownership of your health, today is a good time to start. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. That's athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. Check it out for yourself. You get your first order and you're going to get that free one-year supply of vitamin D, five free travel packs, and this can be your foundational nutrition drink that you take at the beginning of the day to get all those vitamins and minerals and nutrients that you aren't getting from your normal diet, from what you're normally putting in your body. You're going to get all of that taken care of at the start of the day, every single day. And you're hearing this from an athlete. You're hearing this from somebody who does not mess around with what I put in my body. And I don't mess around with what I recommend to my audiences. I only recommend you things that I will personally use myself and things that I can logically make sense of them making sense for me. So I will recommend them because I believe it'll make sense for you. So again, that link is athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash work on your game for your free one-year supply of vitamin D, five free travel packs with your first order of AG1. 
by Athletic Greens. Again, athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That's the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of wait for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques, all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today we are getting into part three of three, as promised, on brand building myths. Now, before we get into this, let me remind you all to have a daily motivation text message that I send out free of charge every day to everyone who's in my text community. This message is guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point. And since you want to receive it, just text me at my number. Let me know you want it. My number is 305-384-6894. It is listed down below in the show notes. Also, at workonyourgameuniversity.com. You can go there and look right now. You have options to take your next steps with me. You can work with me directly in my coaching programs. You can get access to all of our 20 plus courses in the university courses section. You can also subscribe to get the Bulletproof Bulletin and the Masterclass Black Book, which gets sent out physically to your doorstep every single month to everyone who's a member of the university. All your options are available there again at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Now, since I've already given you parts one and two on this series. You already got your introduction. I don't need to introduce this topic. We're just going to go right into it. Picking up where we left off at point number seven. The topic again is brand building myths. Got to make sure that everybody is clear on. Number seven is increased vanity metrics equal brand progress. So this one is both a yes and a no at the same time. Now it's a yes in, in the sense that if all you care about is increasing your vanity metrics and expanding your reach online, this is a good thing, then yes, more vanity metrics means your brand is making progress. What's a vanity metric, by the way, to remind you all? Vanity metrics are all the numbers that have nothing to do with you actually making money. So a like, a comment, a subscriber, a follower, a listener, a viewer, a downloader, none of those things, engagement, any form of engagement, none of those make you money. Now, they might feel good. They actually they do feel good. They will give you a rush of dopamine. They will boost your ego. That's the reason why they are so popular. And the reason why so many people chase these metrics is because of those things. But none of these actually make you money. OK, so if you are focused on boosting your ego through these metrics, yes, do as much of this as you want. And that is progressing your brand. But remember that having a brand and having a business are two different things. We talked about this in episode number. Let me find where that episode is. That is episode number. I've talked about branding so much. I'm just looking through these episodes to try to find this topic. It is episode number. And I've also did an episode on this in, excuse me, not an episode, but in the Bulletproof Bulletin. Here it is. Episode number 1391. Build a business before you build a brand. But also the Bulletproof Bulletin, one of the past episodes of the Bulletin, that's a physical magazine that I send out every month to every member of my university. I did a whole episode that the title was Business Over Brand. Now, the reason why this point, increased vanity metrics equaling brand progress can be a no, is if your purpose in building your brand is to generate business, meaning you want to make money. Then the vanity metrics mean very little towards the bottom line outputs of your business, meaning bottom line outputs, meaning the money that you make. Okay. Usually, and a lot of people don't understand this, and I'm going to explain it to you. Usually, the metrics of your brand are 
a trailing indicator of the performance of your business. They are not a leading indicator, but a trailing indicator. What that means is a trailing indicator is the after effects of something happening. So you having a bunch of followers on the internet is usually the after effect of you doing solid and consistent business. It is not an indication that you're about to do a bunch of business. Having a bunch of followers on the internet is not an indication that you're about to make a bunch of money. A lot of people think that this is the case. And again, the social media companies, they do a good job of making you believe this because the more you believe it, the more time you're going to spend on those apps, giving your time, attention, energy, and focus to their apps. And again, the more of your time you give to the apps, the more money they make. All right, so these are very, I've said this many times here on the show. These are very, very, very smart individuals. And they are basically leveraging your lack of understanding of how business works to get you to do exactly what they want you to do, which is making them more and more money. This is their business model. And they have a very, very smart, strategic business model that they're using it against people who don't really understand business. Many people who are you know, under 25 kids who just don't understand business, period, on any level, let alone the internet business, and they're spending all their time on the internet. Now, any of you who has kids who has a smartphone, oh, they're making a ton of money off of your kids, hand and fist, and your kids don't have to spend any money for them to make money off them. They're just using your time. They're leveraging your kid's time and they're making money off of it. This is their business model. And they know exactly what they're doing. Now, do you know what you're doing? That's the question. So as a business owner, you are the shareholder of your business. You are a shareholder in your business. If you are a publicly traded company or you have other people who have, they have invested into your business, they own some equity in your business, your number one priority is to generate returns on investment for the stakeholders of your business, shareholders of your business. If it's just you, then your number one priority is increasing the returns for yourself. And that has nothing to do with vanity metrics. The vanity metrics, again, are usually a trailing indicator, not a leading indicator of what your business is doing well. In other words, if you do great business, you will end up with getting more followers on social media. Just because you have followers on social media does not mean you're about to make a bunch of money. Again, a lot of people think this, this is not true. And any of you who has built up a bunch of followers on social media, yet you're not making that much money. OK, All right. you figured this out the hard way. And social media didn't tell you the truth. Because they're not incentivized to tell you the truth. They're incentivized to make money for themselves. They know their business model, which is to make money for themselves, which means getting you to give your time to them. All right, that's their business. And then they don't have to tell you the truth about what's going on in business because if they did, it would hurt their bottom line. And everyone is driven by self-interest. Even these applications who claim seem to be doing such benevolent things for you, they're not. All right, they know what they're doing. All right, so your business is not driven by likes, comments, followers, downloaders, subscribers, views, et cetera. Your business is driven by making money, folks creating exchanges. I just talked about this not too long ago when I talked about the ICE method for your business. Episode 2437, ICE method for wealth creation. Identify a need, communicate that you can solve some people's problems and create the exchange. The exchange is where you make your money. Notice nothing there that says anything about likes and retweets and comments and downloaders and views and whatever other metrics social media has you hoodwinked into thinking are important. Again, Social media has many business owners or would be business owners confused because you are chasing metrics instead of going after you're chasing vanity metrics instead of business metrics. There's a conflict there. You have to understand that. If you don't understand it, you are the one that's getting used. Again, you sit at a poker table for long enough. and You don't know who the sucker is. The sucker is you. Point number eight. Again, the topic we're on part three of three brand building myths. Next, we're going to go into business building myths. But today's the last of this three part series on brand building myths. This is myth number eight. You must create a ton of content in order to get yourself established as a brand. To create a brand and get established, you got to create a whole bunch of content like Dre does, putting out show every day. 
This is not necessarily true. Although there are many people who do create a lot of content, people such as myself, you don't need to create a lot of content in order to be established with your specific audience. Again, this is all based on who your audience is. Where is your audience looking for people like yourself? And what do they need in order to have the information that they need to have in order to make a decision about what they do next? These are things you need to know. This is called market research. You need to know who your audience is. If you don't know who your audience is, then you can't make good strategic decisions about what to do, when to do it, where to do it, why to do it, or how to do it. This is why strategy matters so much. This is why, again, in Work On Your Game University, it's one of the main things that I help people with is strategy. And when it comes to strategy, some people hear strategy as it seems like this big word that confuses a lot of people. It's simply about asking yourself the right questions. And if you don't know what questions to ask, then you need help with strategy. All right, this is what I help people with. All right, what questions have you never asked yourself that need to be asked? And when you ask them, all of a sudden you get breakthroughs. All right, this is what I help people do. If you ask anybody who's ever worked with me, they'll tell you this. <laughs> they will tell you, they'll show you. And I can even show you. You can go to, I'll give you a place you can go right now. Go to alldreallday.com. Yes, I own that domain, alldreallday.com. There you will see a bunch of feedback from people who have worked with me in the past in different capacities who will tell you about the breakthroughs that they've gotten. And a lot of those breakthroughs are not based on me being necessarily a genius who has all the answers because Google has more answers than any human being has. It's about asking the right questions. See, Google can't tell you what question to ask. These chat GPT, these AI bots, they can't tell you what questions you ask. They give you the information on anything you do ask, but if you don't know what to ask, it doesn't matter what answer they give you. You get it? See, this is the thing that can't be replicated. This is the thing that AI can't do. Uh, This is why coaching matters. This is why getting around the right people, having the right mentors, being in the right mastermind groups, this is why this stuff matters. This is why I tell you about workingyourgameuniversity.com in every episode of this show, because you can't get this uh, through Google, because you won't know what to tell Google. This is the most important part, folks. Anyway, creating a ton of content to get established. You need to know who your audience is because if you know who your audience is, then you know what you need to do to get their attention. And listen, what if your audience is not on the internet? What if they're not browsing through Facebook? What if they don't have an Instagram account? What if they don't listen to podcasts? Then what do you do? Well, you got to find out where they're at. They're somewhere, but they may not be where you need to be on the internet. You might not need to create content for them. You might need to do something different to get their attention. That's just not content. Maybe you need to create a commercial on TV because they watch TV. Maybe you need to send them a physical package because they do read their mail, but they don't get on Facebook. What about that? Maybe that's where your audience is at. It depends. You need to know who your audience is. This is your job. This this is the work that you need to do. And if you don't want to do this work, this is why you hire coaches who can help you figure it out. If you can't figure it out on your own, this is why you hire people who can help you, again, buy time to cut down your learning curve. So instead of you taking a year to figure it out, the right person asking the right questions can help you figure this out in a month. Is buying 11 months of your time worth X number of dollars that you had to invest in yourself? This is the equations that you need to be looking at, folks. So your audience, the people you want to serve, where are they looking? What do they want? What are the biggest challenges? What are the problems that you can solve for them? You should know the answers to these questions. If you don't know the answers to these questions, that's okay. doesn't mean that you've done anything wrong. It just means you need to go get some help. And you need to get help like today. Why? Because time's ticking. All right, what are you waiting for? The Easter bunny? All right. So sometimes you can serve your audience by creating content. Sometimes. Are right, there are people in my audience? I know that one of the main places, I'll give you an open secret. One of the main places that people who come into my university specifically find me is through this show right here. I've said on this show before, 
on this very feed, I've said this, that if I had to drop all the places where I publish content and I can only keep one, I would keep this one right here and I would get rid of everything else. Now, some of you are watching this on video. I don't mean YouTube. I mean the audio version of the work on your game masterclass slash podcast, just the audio version, not the video. I would dead the video. I would just do the audio version of this show and just be on the podcast feeds. And that's it. So just have my show on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Overcast, all of that. And that's it. If I had to delete everything else, no more Instagram, no Twitter, no Facebook, no YouTube, no TikTok, no LinkedIn, just this, I'll be okay with just this. Why? Because the best people who I've worked with, my ideal clients, the people who I most want to work with and most want to serve, they find me through the audio version of this show. I know that to be true. Why? Because I know who my audience is. I've done the work to know who my audience is. If you don't know exactly who your audience is, then you don't know where to focus. I know where my focus is. Now, even though I publish material on all those other platforms that I just named, just today, as I'm recording this and the day that you're listening to this, doesn't matter what day it is, I have published something to every one of those platforms. Let me see. I'm looking at my phone right now. So today I have published to Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, TikTok, and Clubhouse. I published something on every single one of those platforms today. But if I had to pick one, I would stick just to this one because I know who my audience is. So now, why do I publish to those other platforms, though? You might be asking, well, Jerry, since you say your best people are on this platform, why publish to the other ones? Well, it doesn't mean that I can't pick up a random straggler or two from those other platforms, not calling any of you who found me on other platforms stragglers, but you get what I'm saying. Sometimes somebody does randomly find me on other platforms. And the stuff that I do with my ideal clients does not encompass everything that I offer. Now, I also have books that, look, I'll give you the book for free, just covered 995 shipping. All right. Some of those people find me through Instagram. Some of those people find me through Twitter or Clubhouse. All right. Some people will come in and they'll get one of these books at they'll pay $9.95 for the shipping, get the book for free. And that's as far as they will go. They are not going to go any further up the ladder. I'm OK with that because maybe five years from now, you're ready to go up the ladder, but you haven't gotten there yet. All right. Maybe you got to do some things for yourself before you're ready to do that. So that's why I'm in other places as well. So just to help you understand. So the concept that you should just create a ton of content just because is a false idea. It depends on who you're trying to reach. Point number nine, we are talking about brand building myths that you have been sold that you didn't understand you have been sold to you, but I am helping fix them for you right now. Number nine, your story is not important. Your personal story, who you are, where you're from, what you're about, et cetera, et cetera, that does not matter. All right, this is false. Your story absolutely matters. All right, it matters a whole lot. Episode number 2352, I did a three-part series, which was, what was that? Uh, three, four months ago, which was titled Who I Am and How We Got Here, part one, part two, and part three. I told you basically my story. Now, some of you who have been listening to the show for a long time have heard my story before, but I bet many of you might have listened to me tell my story again in that three-part series. And sometime in the future, maybe another six to 12 months from now, I'm going to do another series where I'm going to tell my story again. And then the year after that, I'm going to tell my story again. And then I'm going to tell my story again. I'm going to keep doing it. Why? Because your story as a brand and my story as a brand is supremely important to the brand. Your story is very, very important. Even if your brand is a company itself and not an individual person, your story matters. So if you like a particular company, like a company that you, let's say a company you buy clothes from, like Forever 21, or place you get food from like sweet green or a place that you get anything that you like. There's a like I have a smart water bottle here, which is bottled water. 
All right. The company itself has a story. That story matters a whole lot. So whether you're an individual person or an entity, the story matters. So think of a company like Apple. Again, I brought them up earlier in this series. Their brand is based on the concept of the company, not an individual. But Apple, the company has a story. They have an ad called 1985. If you go on YouTube and look up Apple and type in the numbers 1985, you'll see the ad that Apple put out way back when, which was establishing who they were and what they were about. And those of you who are old enough to remember, you may remember that Apple used to have a series of TV spots that they did where they were basically lampooning Bill Gates and Windows. And they were basically comparing, they were drawing this contrast between Apple, the cool, hip, young people company, and Microsoft, this old, stuck up, stiff company with this guy in a business suit, and they're all formal. And here's Apple, we're all cool, young, and hip. Those of you might remember that commercial series that they had. You can look this up on YouTube as well. Just look up Mac versus Windows commercials. Just look that up on YouTube, Mac versus Windows. And you can probably find a compilation where you just have all the commercials in one big YouTube video. You can just watch them all. And where you have the guy representing Apple is this young, hip guy. He has his own jeans and sneakers. And then you got the Apple guy, this guy who looks just like Bill Gates. And he has on a business suit and he's all stiff and nervous and socially awkward. And they're basically trying to draw this comparison between what Apple is about and what Mac is about. And it worked very well. That was one of the things that helped catapult Apple and the zeitgeist to where they are to this very day. The whole point is Apple was representing their company. They weren't representing a person. They were telling a story. And that story matters a lot. And what Apple did back in the day, back in that 1985 ad and even the more contemporary ones where they were lampooning Bill Gates and the Windows company is they were telling their story as a company, not as an individual. Now, on the other hand, you look at somebody like myself. All right, I mention parts of my story all the time. Sometimes, as I said, I do entire episodes and series explaining to you who I am, where I'm coming from. And the reason why I tell my story so much and the reason I tell so many stories about myself on this show is because my story matters a lot for my brand. Like understand that human beings connect more to narrative stories than we connect to information. I give you a lot of information here on this show, but what makes it stick, the parts that you remember are the ones that usually are connected to stories. Most of the information I share on this show, you will forget, but the stories you remember. And my story, my personal story is one of the main things that causes you to connect with who I am as a person. Now, some of the things that I say, some of the information might get your attention, but what's going to make you stick is the story. Because at some point, maybe you got the information that you wanted, but the story makes you say, all right, I like this person. So I want to hear what this person has to say, because you connect to the person. You're not connecting to the information. Information is not, you don't build an emotional connection to information. Nobody does, but we do build emotional connections to stories. You don't have an emotional connection to your phone or your computer, but you do have an emotional connection to the company that makes that phone or computer, some deeper than others, based on the story that they tell you about themselves. All right. And you need to get comfortable telling your story. And if, especially if you're going to build a brand, okay, get clear on what your story is, at least the essential parts of it. I mean, you're not making it up. The essential parts of your story, you need to get clear on what they are. And you got to be able to tell your story over and over and over again without getting tired of telling it. I have told my story thousands of times between interviews, this show right here, live conversations that I have with people, live events that I've spoken at, between videos that I make sometimes when I'm uh, even telling other people about myself. Maybe sometimes when I'm pitching myself, I tell a little bit of my story. I've told my story thousands of times. You need to get comfortable telling your story that often and you got to tighten it up. You got to know what your story is. Again, when I say know what it is, it means what parts of it you want to share that you want people to know about. 
And you may tell different pieces depending on who your audience is. So I'm talking to basketball players. I tell different parts than if I'm talking to business people because there's different relevance for different audiences. But you're going to tell your story a whole lot. So telling your story matters a ton. Don't ever get tired of telling your story and don't ever shy away from telling it because you think people don't want to hear it. People do want to hear it. It actually matters more than the information you have to say. All of that said, let's recap this part three of three brand building myths. Number seven, increased vanity metrics means you are making brand progress. This is a yes if all you care about is vanity metrics and the stats. It is a no if you care about the business and actually making money. You need to know what actually creates money for your business is not the same as what creates money for social media's business. Number eight, you must create a ton of content to get established. This is not necessarily true. There are many people who do create a lot of content, people like myself, but you need to know who your ideal client is, where they are, where they are looking and what they're looking for. When you know that, then you'll know whether or not you need to create a ton of content. And if so, when and where and what kind of content? Number nine, your story is not important. This is absolutely false. Your story is supremely important when you're building a brand. People connect to your story because that creates a deep emotional connection when they connect to the story of an entity or a person more than they are connected to the information or the products of that person. I did a whole episode where I told you that your stuff is not the thing that matters the most in your business. That was episode number 2147, by the way. So you need to know what your story is, know what parts of it that are relevant to your audience, get really tight and clear on telling your story and get comfortable telling it over and over again, because that's exactly what you're going to be doing. All that said, next series we're going to be getting into are business building myths. That'll be the next series coming up. So we just did a, a series of series. We're going to be doing a series of series here on the show. So business building myths are the next ones coming up. So you already know what's coming up in tomorrow's episode. But before we get into that and tomorrow, First of all, text me to let me know the best insight you got from this series and today's episode. My number is 305-384-6894. And go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's where you can get access to being coached directly by me. You get access to all 20 of our courses inside the university. And you will get the physical bulletproof bulletin and a black book mailed to your physical doorstep every single month. That is at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I want you to send a text to this number, 305-384-6894. That is my direct text number. When you text me there, you'll be part of my texting community. And that means you're going to be receiving my daily motivation text, which I send out every single day to keep you sharp, focused, and mentally on point for the day in front of you. Send me a text at this number, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Get daily motivation.